0: And welcome to Winning in Prayer. I'm Pastor Daryl. Thank you so much for being a part of what we're doing My wife and I would like to thank you for your support All the likes shares and comments They mean the world to us uh, and the Winning in Prayer team as we are uh, endeavoring to be effective And reach all those who haven't heard the word of God. So listen your support It means the world to us. So listen, let's get right into the word. Uh, We're going to be coming from Psalms 51, and we're going to continue uh, with the uh, series, uh, A Need for Repentance. And this is going to be part five. So today what we're going to be talking about is A Need for Repentance, uh, part five. At Psalms 51, we're going to be reading uh, one through three. But before we start, listen, I want you to understand before we start, repentance is going to require a change of language. Repentance will require uh, your changing your language. Why? Because it's going to require ownership. And when you begin to take ownership of your actions, your language will change. You know, it's not just about us rushing in, saying, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. But what about the specifics of what, you, what you've what uh, you done? Uh, and so when you consider that, your language is going to change. Now, Psalms 51, uh, the backdrop of that is when Nathan had gone to David after he had taken Bathsheba, Uh, for his wife and had Uriah killed. Nathan the prophet visits David to uh, confront him about his actions. I love how David handled it. Even in 2 Samuel 12, David said, I've sinned against you, God. I've sinned against you. It's not about uh, Bathsheba. It's not about Uriah. It's not about... Uh, My men or or any of my family But I sinned against you. I love that David immediately Owned what he had done. Listen, it's time out for blaming uh, Our sins and the situations that we find ourselves in on our families uh, On friends other situations and circumstances. It's time for us to own what we have done listen if you're big enough to do it you need to be big enough to own it and so we don't need to make any any excuses in the year of 2021 listen i have sinned against you listen this is david this is david that that uh had taken bathsheba for his wife had had uriah killed this is that same david that numbered the people and and brought a plague upon the people this is that David this is that David that had been through some things this is that David that had learned how to really press in and uh, what I really do love about David is just we get to see David's emotions in the Psalms we get to see uh, a real man with real problems serving a real God and so uh, reading through the Psalms and studying the Psalms as I have many times, it really uh, excites me because I can see myself uh, in the Psalms. I can see my, I can see my disappointment in the Psalms. I can see uh, 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 again, a real man with some real problems serving a real God. So in Psalms 51 and 1 it says, "Have mercy upon me. Not anyone else, not my, my family, not coworkers, not friends, but I need your mercy. Have mercy upon me. Now, mercy is an extension of God's compassion, uh, his goodness and forgiveness uh, that was secured through uh, the atoning sacrifice of Christ. That's what mercy is. And so David starts out by saying, have mercy upon Me it was me God. I need your mercy. I love the fact that David didn't just rush in and say forgive me But he throws himself out there and says have mercy upon me mercy is God holding back his deserved punishment for his undeserved goodness Now listen, again, we're dealing with uh, David having taken Bathsheba as his wife, having Uriah, her husband, killed. And so this is the backdrop of this psalm. And so David is saying, have mercy upon me. And again, I want to to point out in in 2 Samuel 12, uh, when Nathan confronted him, David said, I have sinned against you, God. Listen, David's life was spared, even though he still had to deal with some of the consequences of what he had done. One of the consequences was that uh, Nathan told him that the sword was never going to depart from his house. So I want you to understand. Yes, we can receive forgiveness, but there are consequences to what we have done. Uh, but I love the fact again that David immediately owned up to what he had done And I want you to understand that real repentance is going to require you to change your language It's going to require you to take ownership of of the situation the circumstance what you have done And even the consequences that may come behind what you have done and so David starts out again He says have mercy upon me mercy uh, it's God's leniency. it's his it's his his clemency, uh, his it's his forbearance, his kindness. David says, have mercy upon me. glory to God. Uh, mercy,, uh, it is to be is to be let off the hook, if you will. It's to be let off the hook. it's it's God's loving kindness, his his tender, affection for you and I. And so David is saying, God, I need you to have tender affection for me in this situation. Glory to God. Be tender with me. I need your tender affection, your loving kindness. David said here, uh, Oh God, according to thy loving kindness according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies blot out my transgressions the multitude of uh, your tender mercies your tender mercies isn't it good to know that God has mercy to meet you where you are isn't it good to know that God has mercy to meet you and I Where we are listen some of our lives are broken in a multitude of ways glory to God and it requires hallelujah a multitude of God's mercy David says the multitude of your tender mercies listen I want you to understand that God has mercy for the janitor for the banker for the homosexual, for the lesbian. This is the kind of God that you and I serve. He, he, he's, a, he's a God of multitude. He's a God of multitude. And I, and I love it because when I think about it, I think that, you know, He doesn't give me the same mercy that He gives you, but His mercy is just for me. His mercy is just for my situation. Again, for the janitor, the banker, the homosexual, lesbian, a multitude of mercy. He has mercy to meet you and I where we are. In that first verse, it said, David says, blot out my transgressions. Blot out my transgressions. Now, what that speaks to is process. If you've ever seen a, a carpet be stained by juice or some other kind of drink, Well, you would understand that you don't just grab your cloth and begin to rub it in, but you would dab it, dab it again, you would dab it again, you would blot it, blot it again, blot it again until the stain is removed. David understands that forgiveness can sometimes mean process. I know most of the time you're in a rush and you just want to be forgiven, and so after something has happened, what you do is you immediately just say, God, forgive me, but sometimes forgiveness can take uh, a process. It can be a process to your forgiveness. Again, most of us just want to be forgiven, uh, get past the sin, but again, sometimes It can be a process, and so David understands here, I'm going to own this situation with the understanding that it's more than just me rushing in saying, forgive me God, but I need to own this situation. And however God needs to process me, then I'm willing to do that, I'm taking ownership And I'm going to put in the work necessary for forgiveness. Now listen, I want you to understand. Yes, God forgives us, but sometimes the walking out of the forgiveness, it can be a process. That process, what what do you mean, Pastor? What do you mean it can be a process? Well, it can demand your being consistent uh, to Wednesday night Bible studies. It can demand your being consistent uh, Sunday morning worship. It can... Demand that you be uh, in fellowship with those that are walking the same way. If it means that you have to resist the familiar uh, and 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 the things that are comfortable, it it, it sometimes it, it is going to require that you make changes that suggest that what you have asked God for that you actually mean it. Because sometimes we ask God for forgiveness, but we continue. Walking the same way. We continue talking the same way. We continue doing some of the same things But we what real repentance is going to require a change of heart It requires a change of mind. It requires a change in your actions in your behavior It recha- it is going to require a change from from those things that are familiar and those things that are comfortable when you own What you are saying and doing is going to require some change. Even, again, a change in your language. And so when you are really wanting forgiveness, when you really want to secure forgiveness, it's going to require change. And it's going to require some change that can be seen, that can be felt. If what you've done, if there's a victim involved in what you've done, then there needs to be some adequate changes to how you talk. Maybe you wounded someone with your words. Well, there needs to be some change in how you in how you handle people with your words. There needs to be some change in how you walk and handle things. Repentance is not just about you saying, God, forgive me. Let me read this first verse to you again. David said, have have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. Did David rush in and just say, forgive me? No, I love David's language here. It's not just about him saying, forgive me. And again, I understand most of us are in a rush. We just want to be forgiven, uh, get past the situation, and move on. But real repentance is going to require a change. At the second verse, it says, wash me uh, thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. Let me read that to you again. It says, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity. And cleanse me from my uh, sin. Listen, don't just seek to be forgiven, but seek to be cleansed. And again, most of us are in a rush and we just want to get the sin out of our lives, out of our minds, uh, away from our conscience. But don't just seek forgiveness, but seek to be Cleansed and again that may take a process, it may it may be a process involved. Yes, you have been forgiven, but now your life needs to show signs of real repentance. Your life needs to show signs of real change. Your life needs to show Signs that you are going about things in a different way. And so, uh, Psalms 51 and 2 is all about our desire to be clean, uh, our, our desire uh, for sanctification. It's about our desire for Him. And repentance really, really has a lot to do with our desire for Him. More than what we have done, because listen, I, 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 I want you to understand, sometimes there's, there's some enjoyment to what we have done, but our desire for him has to rise up above even our desire for what we are doing. And so the second verse here in 51 is about our desire to be clean. It's about our desire for him. It's about our uh, desire uh, for sanctification. It's about us owning what we have done. It's, it's about us changing our language. It's a, and again, it's not just about us rushing in saying, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. But it's about us uh, changing our language and going about things in another way. David asks to be washed thoroughly. He asks to be washed thoroughly. Uh, That that means that David wants to be washed from top to bottom. It means that David wants to be washed in depth. Uh, He wants to be washed rigorously in the corners of my mind, and my heart, my spirit, my soul. Not just partially, not just halfway, but thoroughly. That's what that, that's what that word thoroughly means. It means, it means uh, exhaustively and completely. But see, most of us, again, because we're in such a rush, we just wanna be forgiven. We just wanted to get past it. No, no, no. In this year of 2021, where your repentance is concerned, I want you to understand that it is of most important that you understand when you say forgive me, that forgive me, that forgiveness, it means something. It means to search me, search my heart, my mind. It means to wash me from the top to the bottom. It means to wash my thoughts, my desires. In depth Lord it means to turn over some things get in the corners get behind some things get under underneath what, what are the reasons what are the reasons that I'm thinking like this why am I desiring this God why do I desire this thing that I know that you're not pleased with why am I okay with this thing that pulls me away from your presence why am I okay with this thing that I know that's going to hinder your anointing that's upon my life, your purpose for my life? Since I know that it's, it's not pleasing in your sight, oh God, then watch me rigorously. Don't, don't, don't be, don't be gentle. Watch me rigorously, God. I, I don't want to keep being tripped up. I don't want to keep wasting, wasting time. I, I don't want to keep falling down. I don't want to be uh, trapped. So wash me rigorously. Get in the corners of my mind and my heart, my soul, my spirit. Take out the, 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 the hurts, and, uh, and the pain, the disappointments of my past that keeps showing back up in my life causing me to sin don't do it just partially god don't do it halfway don't do a half job but do it completely watch me thoroughly i want you to understand when you really mean to repent repentance will require you to go much further than what you've ever gone real repentance it's going to require you to change your language. This is why you see David here saying, Wash me thoroughly. This is a man, this is a man again that have made some monumental mistakes. And when you have made mistakes the way that David had, it's going to require you to do, to, 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 to say more than just forgive me. It's going to require you to want more than to just get the weight of the situation off of you. The shame of it off of you. When you really want real change, real change is going to require you to do some things in a different way. And even our seeking repentance is going to change. Again, it's not just enough to just be forgiven, it's not just enough to be forgiven. And not deal with the situation at hand. David had taken a a man's wife, had him killed. And he's now standing in need of repentance. So it's not just enough to say, forgive me. But God, wash me thoroughly. Change the way that I think change my heart change my mind Change my desires. Oh God hallelujah hallelujah change change me Oh God And the change begins when God can wash me he can wash my heart wash my mind you know sanctification sanctification is us becoming like God in every area of our lives first Thessalonians 4 and 3 says this is the will of God even your sanctification so it's God's desire that we be sanctified first Thessalonians five twenty three, it says and the very God of peace sanctify you holy holy the entirety of your life and i pray god even your whole spirit and soul and body all of me god wash all of me sanctify all of me what good is it to do what good is it is it for god to uh, help you stop smoking but you're still you're still drinking. No, God, I, I need you to wash me thoroughly, thoroughly. And this is what I want you to realize. God doesn't do a halfway job. God doesn't do a halfway job. But our our desires sometimes are halfway. The problem, the letdown, is not on God. It's on us. And so in this year of 2021, Our desire, I want to to encourage you for your desire to be all of your spirit, soul, and body. The entirety of my life, God. Wash the entirety of my life. My desires, uh, my heart, uh, the way that I talk, the way that I think. The entirety of my life needs to be washed. The entirety of my life needs to be sanctified. The entirety of my life needs to be brought up under the authority of God's word. I, yes, uh, I I need to, I need to fast. I know uh, some people think that that fasting is old news. I need to fast. I need to pray. I need to study. I need to go out. I need to go hard after God. In a, in a year and in a time when a lot of people feel are feeling like, where's God? I want to encourage you to, as never before, to go after God. Go hard after God. Go hard after God. And you know what? You need to make it known. Don't be ashamed of the God that you serve. Don't be ashamed. But go after him hard. Allow people to see God showing up in your life. This is what it's, it's all about. At that third verse, it says, For I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. My sin is ever before me. David understands that, with, that without God, that he didn't have any help. That without God, he was helpless. That without God, there wasn't a possibility for change. He says, I acknowledge my sin. I love it again. Here he is owning, taking ownership. I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me without you. 2 Samuel 24:10, David numbers the people. Uh, again, he sinned with Bathsheba. So th- these are some serious things. But David understands that the way to uh, get past these things, he had to take ownership of what he had done. He had to take ownership and understand. That without God, what he had done would always be before him. And this is what you you, you need to understand. That without God and without real repentance, there, is, there isn't a hope of change. You know, no longer can we say we're in sin uh, because of what someone else did or didn't do. When are you going to take ownership? When are you going to take ownership? I want you to understand that God responds to honesty and transparency. He responds to honesty and transparency. And here David is taking ownership. He's being honest. He's being transparent. I acknowledge my transgressions. My sin is ever before me. David realizes that he doesn't have any hope. Without God, and I want you to understand that you need to realize that without God, there is no hope. He realizes that he can't be forgiven uh, without God. That there is no hope for mercy, or or his kindness, or his tenderness. Glory to God! You know, there's times when God is kind. And we haven't been kind to him. He's loving when we're uh, not so loving. He forgives when uh, we're not so forgiving. There's a, there's a, a lot of times we ask God for what we're not willing to do. We want to be forgiven, but we don't, we don't. Extend forgiveness we hold on to things. we harbor uh, Feelings against people We want to be forgiven, but we don't want to forgive listen Stop asking God to do what you're unwilling to do Repentance is going to require For you to be Transparent and to be Honest it's going to require You're taking ownership of what you've done. It's going to require a change of language. It's about more than just saying, forgive me. But you need to go deeper. I acknowledge. I acknowledge God. I own it. I own what I've done. I've sinned against you and you only have I sinned. Because you matter, you matter most, God. My relationship with you matters. My keeping my relationship intact with you means the most. And so, I I have sinned. I have done wrong. I've fallen. Take ownership. If you've big, if you if you were big enough to do it, be big enough to own it. Listen. Again, we've we've talked about a need for repentance. And if that's you on today, if that's you on today, don't allow the situation and the circumstance to beat you up any longer. You don't have to walk around uh, feeling ashamed, feeling guilty. You don't have to walk around uh, under condemnation, but you can repent, you can repent You can repent and secure the mercy of God, his forgiveness. In this year of 2021, don't allow the enemy to cause you to lose time on the outside. Because that's how the enemy makes us feel, you know, when we have sin in our lives that's Uh, unaddressed. He makes us feel like we're on the outside and that God is upset with us and that God is finished with us. Listen, don't waste any uh, more of your time. Listen, as I said before, as long as the enemy can keep you from praying, he wins. If he can keep you quiet, he wins. If he can keep you feeling condemned, he wins. If he can keep you feeling guilty, he wins. If he can Keep you feeling ashamed. He wins. But we don't have to waste our time like that. All we have to do. Is repent. Repent. A need for repentance. Father God in the name of Jesus. I just thank you for this time. Father I ask that you would touch hearts and minds. God give your people a heart and a mind. For real repentance. Oh God. And real repentance is going to require a change of our language. It's going to require us to take ownership. It's going to require for us to desire you to wash our lives, the whole of our lives, the entirety of our lives, thoroughly, God. From top to bottom, in the corners, thoroughly, God. In the name of Jesus, help us not to repent halfway, God but completely, thoroughly, fully, God, in the name of Jesus. We just thank you for what you're doing in our lives. We thank you for victory, God. We thank you for healing, oh God. We thank you for restoration, oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, we love you on today. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, thank you for being a part of what we're doing your support, it means the world to us, uh, to my wife and I, to our team, it means the world to us. So listen again, thank you for your support. Uh, I hope that you are excited as we are about this year of 2021. We have some exciting things that are be, that are going to be happening in the next uh, few weeks. We have an e-book called Under Construction that we're going to make available for you And uh, we're excited about it. So listen, until next time, this is Pastor Daryl for Winning in Prayer. I love you with the love of the Lord. And until next time, continue winning in prayer. And I'll see you next time.